Archie Comics Co. CEO Nancy Silbercleat. Archie Comics is one of the most enduring brands in the history of comics. Created in 1941, their lovable cast of wholesome characters, Archie Andrews, Betty Cooper, Veronica Lodge, and the rest of the Archie gang, captivated generations of readers who devoured every word of their teenage predicaments. According to the company's website, they've sold more than 2 billion comics and are published in a dozen foreign languages and distributed worldwide. They're also the first mainstream comic book line to make its content available digitally. Over the years, the Archie storyline has adapted to stay in step with the times, introducing more diversity and contemporary themes. Recently, Ability met via Zoom with Nancy Silbercleat of Archie Comic Publications. She is the widow of Michael Silbercleat, the son of Louis Silbercleat, one of the company's founders. Silbercleat spoke about her background in education, her role in the company, and her push to introduce more diverse characters and storylines. Can you give us your history with Archie Comics? Zam Wam Wow to Ability Magazine. The iconic brand is going on its 80th year, but my true background, my true platform, is education. I graduated from Boston College in 1976. My family was not encouraging me to go on to college. I kind of propelled myself because that's what I wanted, that's what I believed in for myself. I believe going for that higher degree after college really served me well for what would happen to me at age 54. I was a school teacher in a public school. Archie Comics has always been a family business for 80 years, the Goldwaters and the Silberclates. My husband's dear partner, Richard Goldwater passed away about 12 years ago, and then seven months after that shockingly, my husband passed away. It was absolutely shocking, something that just doesn't happen, but it happened and Archie Comics was running rudderless. I was left to oversee the 50% of the other half. It was something I was not ever spoken to about in terms of what to do. So I felt at the time, I was at a loss. There was a force that did want my 50%, but I just didn't want to sell. I would think about what it would be like on a yacht, like Veronica Lodge in the panels of the comic books, but I was kind of like this itch. I just couldn't get an answer for why I would not take the money. It was only about maybe two years ago that the light bulb went on. The blood that runs through my veins is about education and propelling knowledge. So, I think that's why I wouldn't take the money. There was nothing else they could do but to ask me to come in as a co-CEO. I didn't even realize what the responsibilities of those words were until I looked them up. But for some reason, I stepped out of the classroom and into the Archie boardroom. I am the first female to ever walk through their doors. I don't hold an MBA. I do encourage the many young people, and anybody, to always go for other degrees. It's really your weapon. I feel very qualified in business because as I said, I was kind of scared holding on to Betty Cooper for dear life, but as I look back, I was overqualified for the job because my job as a teacher is to get information into individual minds. And what better platform is Ability Magazine to know that there are so many different minds out there. So think about the job a teacher has in the classroom. At that moment, I was the art teacher. I saw 300 students during the week. So it was my job to be skilled in communicating information to individual minds in a way they could grasp what I was pitching. Because when you're standing up there in the classroom, not everyone is going to be able to grasp what you are doing. I've had children who were blind, who were deaf. You have to be very resourceful. But as a business person and as the co-CEO at Archie Comics, it's my job to connect the brand to the people, and also to advance the brand. 
isn't that what a teacher does every single day? So, I look back and I was overqualified for the job. That's my background. When I came in, there have been some stories that I carried with me from the classroom into publishing, and one was Scarlet. I can talk more about how Scarlet was created. What grades were you teaching? I taught kindergarten through 12th during my entire teaching career, but the bulk of it was K to 5, and then we went to K to 4. But I have taught high school and middle school. And now as a CEO, I get the opportunity to go to many universities around our globe and speak to them, and also speak to business classes. What are the demographics for Archie? It's global, ageless, and genderless. It's for everyone. Archie Comics started out in 1941 with the idea that the company wanted to get something out there in comic book format for the eight-year-old girl. Because the comic book industry was very male-dominated and there was nothing there for that young girl. So the company came up with the concept of having that all-American boy who's behind me, who can't decide between two young ladies who are very different. You have Veronica Lodge, who I said has the Reed CIA in her. She has a lot of confidence, intelligence, and allure. And then you have Betty Cooper who can do everything. She's very skilled in baking a cake, being attuned to kindness, and being there for others. So two very different people. That was the platform. And Archie Comics has a formula, which I'll get to in a minute. But it ended up, when Archie Comics was launched it appealed to everyone. The targeted person was the eight-year-old girl, but it morphed to include people who were finding maybe isolation, loneliness. They would carry these comic books in their pockets. There were always those young themes that reflected who they were. They had a bond. We have lots of fans who subscribe to Archie Comics today who are reaching their 80s. So from the 8-year-old to the 80s, wherever I go I don't know who to say is more popular. When I landed in India, I was like a superstar. When I go to the Philippines, I'm a superstar. Canada, a superstar. Burbank, California, a superstar. Archie is everywhere, and it's known by such a diverse group of people. Since we were talking about disabilities, I've met so many Archie fans who are deaf. Also I happen to have one of my stories in Braille. I wish I could do all our stories in Braille, but I was meeting people who were blind who were huge fans. David Patterson, who was the governor of New York at one time, he was a huge fan. I said hey David, how did you read? Because he has some sight, but it's very difficult. His parents would buy those books and a friend of his would read them to him on the beach. Isn't that heartwarming? He always looked forward to that time. And he knows our characters very well. And our stories are so impactful, I find that they stay with you for a lifetime. And you carry them with you. And also, for the English language learner, they always say the Archie comics taught them English. They also taught them slang. They didn't know what the word jalopy was, and they were curious. I never met my father-in-law Louis Silbercleet, I never met John Goldwater Sr., and I'd love to have them here at the table with us to thank them, because they gave not just to the US but they gave the globe a treasure of literacy.